Dab, Abby and Matt are about to give it their best shot on this podcast. Why not give recycling your best shot? Together with Brisbane City Council, we can get recycling sorted. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. <laughs> hey, podcast. Hey. How are we? Good. How are we? You guys into... No, you wouldn't be. Ask us. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. I was just thinking about it. Like I remembered I had a massively, I know I'm talking about dreams, mm. but is our crows a symbol for death or rebirth? Which one? Death. Cool. Mm. Had a pet crow. Oh. Okay. So. You had, a, you had a dream where you had a pet crow. Yeah. Yeah. It was huge. Mm. Carried it around with me. <laughs> Introduced it to everyone. What was his name? I don't know. Just, I got this crow. People were like, oh, how'd you get that? I said, just yeah, flew into my arms. Mm. So. One Good luck, boys. Favorite films. <laughs> why? Why you get a sicken on one of us? Why? No, is it, why is it automatically saying. me now, death? I, maybe it's it simula- as I said, Good luck. Mm, yeah. Maybe it symbolizes the death of something else, not necessarily a person. Yeah, it's you can the always death. twist it into something. Yeah, nice, that's what I love you? about yes. that. It's like, oh, the death card. Oh my god, am I going to die? No, 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 no it means, it means a bad habit right. is going to die within you. Yeah. Do any of these cards mean death? No, they don't. <laughs> no, no, that's right. Yeah. So you're going to the actually, rebirth one. The rebirth one. Oh, <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They always do that, don't they? Put the positive mm. spin on it. No mm. one's going to die. No one's going to get sick. There's a few fortune tellers down at South Bank. Oh, yeah? Yesterday. Mm. Yeah, like the little booths at the markets. Oh, yeah. Mm. If I, if I was a, psychic, I was like, a fortune teller at one of those places, every time someone sat down, I'd be like, oh, you arrived just at the time I thought you Oh, were. there you go. Oh, hello. Here you Sorry, are. I was expecting you five minutes yeah, ago. I've okay. been waiting for you. I, um, <laughs> I wanted to go. <laughs> they know with... shit. Oh, my God. So Scotty and I are always like, we never wear wedding bands or anything. Both of us mm. don't. Keep your options open. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um, but we're walking together and we walk past one. I was like, do you know, I'd love to sit down and say, this is our first date. Huh. Do you see a future for us? Mm. Yeah. See what they say. Yeah. No. <laughs> Honestly, I would run. Run, run, run for run. the hills. Lots of red flags. Interesting. <laughs> Scotty, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Your mum does it, doesn't she? Does she That's do, what she does, yeah. Does she only do like private bookings or was she set up like at markets and things like that as well? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Do yeah. a bit of both? Yeah. Yeah, does a bit of the John Edwards stuff as well. Mm. Mm. Does she ever tell you, like, she comes over for dinner and that, will she, like... Drop, nah. drop stuff on you? No, nah, not really. Let you know things? Yeah. No. 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 It's like ha- having one of the X-Men as a friend, but they don't ever take you on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if, maybe just have some cash on you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Here is the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, but Harry Styles over the weekend did a gender reveal for someone. They had an envelope like, oh, tell me what my unborn child is, which was ridiculously cute. We want to know, what has a celebrity done for you? All right. Ian from Anala. What has a celebrity done for you? So I was in hospital in uh, Newcastle and Princess Diana come over in the early 90s, it was. Yeah. And she fed me my jelly. (laughs) Princess Di fed you jelly. Yeah, bless her. (laughs) Did you have your tonsils out? No, I was um, was just really crook. I had uh, some... Some virus, I don't know, but right. she come in full gowned up with the mask and that, and mm-hmm. we got a photo. I got a photo at home of it. Wow! It's, yeah, she was she was so nice, man. As <sighs> like she visited everyone in the hospital. It took her the whole day. Yeah, that's remarkable. So in the photo, does she have all the mask on? Yeah, she had yeah, the, she... all the suit. Like you could see, like it's a real pretty lady. Like you could. <laughs> 
mistaken for her nurse, but it was Princess <laughs> like there's a plaque wow. in that of her with all the staff and that. So yeah, right. Did, so and really nice. With the jelly, did you ask her or did she just grab it and go for it or? She's like, do you want this, darling? Ah. I was like, yeah, I do. Did you do? Did you do the airplane, Ian? <laughs> did you do the little? Nah, the, here nah, comes was, the choo-choo chain. I wasn't that young, right? But right. Yeah. Just wow! Yeah. What an amazing story. How good? That's yeah. Epic. I guess if, if Princess Di wants to feed you jelly, you just you say, just even it. if you no. hate jelly. You're like, yeah, right. Even I, if you're I'm an watching, adult. I'm watching my weight. Sorry, Di. I'm watching my weight. <laughs> That's extraordinary. <laughs> uh, good on you, Ian. Um, and, of course, you get uh, tickets to go see the Backstreet Boys. So Princess Di has worked for you twice. Uh, Amanda, hi. Hi. <laughs> what has a celebrity done for you? Brian from the Backstreet Boys gave me his bedazzled handkerchief when I was at the concert when they were here with New Kids on the Block because I was crying and my dancing was so good. He gave it to me. Oh, my God. So you're at the front and you... Yeah. Oh, no, you're near the front, near enough. He called me over. Right. And he gave me his, like, his white suit with the blue. It was very very sparkly handkerchief out of his suit. I guess they've got those handkerchiefs for sweat normally, wouldn't they? Well, absolutely. Who cares? Yeah, but no, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they had sweat on it first. Even better. better. Sounds scratchy, though, if you took it to to blow your nose with it. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I haven't used it for anything other than admire it. Do you still have it? Yeah, yeah, of course. You should give you back to him to when you go. Like, I can, <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. Uh, it is Make you. It Rain Monday. Make it rain. you got a double pass. Thank you. So excited. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We dress up in women's clothes and parade around mouthing the words to other people's songs. Can make a fine living in a pair of heels. Brisbane is full of wonderful people uh, who are doing amazing things. And um, there is a podcast out called What a Drag. It is hosted by a 15-year-old, Logan Kelly, a.k.a. Candy Featherbottom, who I believe is the youngest, would have to be the youngest youngest drag queen in the country. Yeah. Mm. So basically, I started drag at sort of a younger age. Um, I started going to them because Carl, the owner of the drag show, um, worked with my mum. Mm-hmm. So it was always fun and going to them and watching. And then I actually got up on stage between the age of about ten and eleven. Wow! Um, which is when I started performing with everyone. So it was it was an amazing, you know, just an amazing experience. What you're gonna the... you're gonna inspire younger people, and there'll be someone younger than you. You'll yeah. be like, damn it! Like the always Houser. the first, though. <laughs> There's always the first. I was gonna ask worldwide. Do you know? Uh, are you the youngest in the world, or are there, have you met other? Uh, kids your age? Um, I've met other kids my age. So there's a lovely boy over in America called Desmond. Um, he started at much younger age right. than me. I'm going to need to hear his name, please. Desmond is amazing. What's his, his name? His dra- oh, Desmond yeah, is amazing. Yeah, that, that's Isn't actually that right? his <laughs> name. So, yeah, right. yeah. I thought you were talking about... Well, what about yours then? Candy Featherbottom, at what age did you come up with that and from where? Um, so we kind of came up with that name um, just around other things, you know, it being, you know, I kind of got it from that Ducktail sort of show where you've got you know <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. and then you've got all these different fun words that we were playing with to make it sound you know fun and happy, and then you've got 
you say it with this very posh sort of way where it's Candy Featherbottom. Mm. Candy Featherbottom. Yeah, so when they announce it, they start it like that. So yeah. we kind of just played around with fun names and that just kind of stuck together. So What's, what's the process? I don't, I don't know if this is how it happens. Maybe it's easy. But if you wanted to change that name, can you just wake up the next morning and be um, Penis to Milo? Or is it, it once you... What's yours again? Penis to Milo. Oh, that way you're right again. Once you have that name, is, that, is it hard to change your drag name? Um, it is very hard to change a drag name, especially now. Mm. When you're newer in the scene, um, it it is a lot easier to do. But once you've been in the scene and then you've been known and that yeah, sort of stuff, it's, it's very hard because mm. people know you by that. Okay. Um, this is a Netflix show in the making, I reckon, mm. or something, or Stan, because you're 15, you live in Little Old Ipswich in Brisbane, you perform your shows at the North Ipswich Bowls Club. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like it's it's got a Priscilla Queen of the Desert vibe mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, there is a lot going on behind the scenes that cannot oh. be disclosed Ooh, yet. So yeah. a lot of okay. things that have been working on. So mm-hmm. there's that's exciting. Yeah. So, so should I have said Stan or Paramount? <laughs> it, could or be, it could be or something. It could we should be really anything. be filming this. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Roll it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rolling it. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, who's gonna play us in it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a very brave thing, a fifteen year old boy to be doing what you're doing. People would have said some horrible things to you um, when you started. Actually, no. I've experienced actually very little negativity from really? this sort of stuff. Because you're, you're so black confident. Belt you own it oh. and you go bugger off. But yeah, the black belt probably helps as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah but no, we we found that it was a lot easier um, than what we thought it was, especially after we did the amazing documentary with Mandy um, that kind of got my kickstart in and the career. Fold over. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she she really helped it. But there we experienced, I think we've only ever experienced one negative thing in our entire life, really. Wow, that's great. Or two, maybe two. Mm. But no, we've... The love has outweighed the, you know, the hate mm. by tenfold. See, I've gone to so many um, drag shows and I would have to say that it's so split. You've got males and females and every sexuality, you know, is there just absolutely loving it. Um, and I enjoy it for, for what it is. And this might be a quite mature question, so I apologise because I know you were only 15, but you are mm-hmm. so mature chatting to you. They're going to um, Sydney Pride, they were having a lot of um, drag queens reading at libraries. Mm. Um, and a lot of people were really supportive or some people were saying, no, you shouldn't do that to kids. Yeah. For me personally, I think kids enjoy it for what it is. You mm. know, it's adults putting into it. What, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I think it is a very positive thing for kids because we're in a new modern era in the, in the world in which we live in. So I definitely believe that it's good for kids to be educated about this sort of stuff. So as they get older, they're already ingrained in this sort of world that we live in it's and it's not about telling them that do drag or this is drag some books that have been read because i know a lot of the drag queens that have read the books Mm. and some books that have been read are about you know girls can do what boys what very gender you know gender sort of roles you Mm. know girls can be police officers boys can be vets Mm. you know it's that sort of thing that they're trying to show is it's just about accepting in the whole world not just in the drag sector Mm. it's just different because drag queens talk but also kids can ask the questions because now how open the world is some of these kids are going to end up being gay straight Mm. bi lesbian transgender whatever and they're going to identify in the lgbtqia plus community Mm. so it's about them feeling free to be who they are, mm. not having to hide behind this mask. 
And that's what these readers are trying to tell them is be who you want to be. Don't fit into this mould of the world. In all of this, you must have had very supportive parents, which to me is absolutely unbelievable because, it, it, I mean, if you think about it, your clothing bill probably tripled, right? <laughs> is yeah, your dad running out there? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, kids are expensive yeah. now. All the, yeah. Yeah. Dress is definitely expensive, all those sort of things. And I've had very accepting, you know, parents along the way. And I guess it's how they've been brought up as well. Mm. It's wonderful to see someone who is just charging ahead with something they're so passionate about. Um, so get on this podcast uh, and have a listen. Podshape have released What a Drag. You are the host of it. The youngest drag queen in Australia from Ipswich. Logan, great to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Cowboys have won. Oh, big weekend of footy, especially for Queensland. Every team won. Every Queensland team won. Which you knew they would, Stav. Of course I did. Because you were so excited because the Dolphins' first game and everyone was like, oh, and even I was like, I hope they win a game all this season. Mm. And you backed them to win the first game. I did. I figured you want to win your first one. You know, they're never going to try harder than they did yesterday. <laughs> they're, they're, they're happy now. They you want to hear the text back and forth between <laughs> me and him yesterday? Yeah. yeah. You were drinking beers yesterday, weren't you? Oh, a little, but not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I knew he had a 50 on it, and at half time, I was like, oh, I'll give him a text. Said, you're watching the game. He wrote, tense. It was tense. Tense. Um, <laughs> thought they might pull it off. I mean, you want to win your first game. I wrote back, you want to win them all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sit for a bit. He goes, uh, uh, what do we got here? Are you trying to work Careful. out what you can read? <laughs> yeah, so I just thought I better check that. I better check that. I said, what are they paying? He said, I put down 50. Um, and then this is what I was like. He goes, worth a shot, untested. How could you know? Uh, plus, um, they want it more than anyone else. Safe mm. bet. Mm. And then. <laughs> That's not what you, I mean, the reason you bet on it, because the odds were so. And then he That's goes, true. they've absolutely won this game. I said, careful, there's 16 minutes That's left. That's true. <laughs> 100% won. Eventually you'll realise I'm always right. <laughs> As he sent that text message, the Roosters scored a try. Uh, yeah. and there was oh, six, there was really? six points yeah. in it. He uh, just replies, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, mate, trust me, I know more than anyone as a Broncos supporter. Chill, if you get too excited, yeah, true. Yeah. it really true. gets you. But they did, they did win. They, they did, did win. win. Yeah, so it was 28 so, to 18. So see my last email, message about being always right. Yes. Yeah. Always right. Be as cool. above. Yeah. But yeah. I was in the city and everyone was wearing the uh, the jerseys. It was really good to see yeah. getting out and supporting them. But I, I didn't watch the game. But one thing that I watched is I've, I'm obsessed with Wayne Bennett and mm. I think I'm going to be Marry even, him. <laughs> even more in love with him after I watched the doco. Oh, yeah, the Stan one. Have you seen mm. it? No, it's not out yet, but it, I started it, watching it all those docos, whether it's about tennis, when it's about Formula One. I oh, was at the weekend, mm-hmm. right. Well, mm. I wasn't interested until they've won. Mm. And now I'll jump on board and start to watch it. Uh, but no, I just, I love his body language because he must hate the media. He does. And I don't know, I don't know who was the person that broke him. Mm. But he's just like. He's always, he's always been like that. That's been his thing, Wayne Bennett. He yeah. doesn't. It's but you it's say not about more it. when you say less. Mm. So he he gets on to do the press conference. <laughs> no, that's, you, say you say nothing when you, you say, say nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, great song. Who's that? that sings that. Uh, Ronan Keating. Keating. Mm. But I he gets think. into the press conference, sits down, his arms crossed. Mm. Like I don't want to be here. Yeah. I just want to get out and thank the boys. Mm. What are you What are you going to ask? And all these journos, he just he's sick of them, and he knows them all by name as mm. well. So mm. he did have a little bit of a beef with one journo that's written something about him and didn't ask for him to have a quote in it. So then the guy was trying to ask a question. He's like, "Nut nah, buggy, move on." Mm. Didn't want to talk to him. Mm. 
But you always say this as a joke, and I was like, oh, my God, he's actually said it. Because if they don't want to talk in details, mm. they say, well, the real winner is... Football. Football. Football is a big winner. full credit to the boys mm. yeah. uh, on the day football they was gave the it 110%. Winner. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Left it all out there on the field. Well, the big winner, yep, it was the game. How was that, Wayne? Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> it's just a great occasion. There were so many winners today, but the biggest winner today is the game. That's the biggest winner today. Wow. <laughs> I mean, because I know that I know that we all say that they say that, but I don't think they actually do say that that often. Do you oh, know they what I mean? do. <laughs> if you watch the press conferences, yeah. I could get you a montage of them all saying, "Yep, yeah, the biggest winner today is actually football." Right. Yeah. Full credit to the boys. Full credit. Full credit to the boys. Um, Felice Cafusi, what a signing that was for them. Mm. The big Queenslander, he smashed so many people. <laughs> Every time someone ran at him, he put them down. Mm. Um, Who are they playing next weekend? Uh, good question. I don't, I don't know. know. I know the Cowboys and Broncos are playing this week. I mean, mm. if you ask Stab, they don't really want to win the second one. No, nah, that was my out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am done. That was my season. It was good too. Was no, it? Yeah. Okay. You know, you back to yeah. ice hockey? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> betting. Um, round two, they are playing, oh, the Raiders. Oh, they'll win that. I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're paying 260. The Raiders are paying 140. Uh. Raiders play well against um, Cowboys, mm. but... Yeah, they might. They're, they're gonna have a good season. Imagine if they win. They won the premiership oh. first year in. I'm calling it. I'm not. I, and not, you're never wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And now it's time to play maths or murder. <laughs> <laughs> So dramatic. Married at first sight. And our producer, Ash, joins us because you were watching it and something really stood out to you. The music is off the chain. (laughs) It's like you're watching a horror movie, but they're just sitting on the couch talking about their feelings. Mm. So, um, yeah, I thought, let's see whether you can tell whether this music is from maths or whether it's from a horror movie. I wonder how someone who is hearing impaired, who just watches it with subtitles, Mm. how it goes for them. Because they really do change what's happening in a scene with the music, music. underneath it. Mm. So do you think the subtitles should be different depending on the... So they should be like really, Red. like really yeah. bold. Yeah. 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 Change the font. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting, wouldn't it? It would be. So you, right. what happens here is you play us um, uh, a clip and it's got music under it. And that is either from Married at First Sight or it's a murder scene in a movie. Harder yeah. than you think. Mm. Yeah. It is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Play number one. Okay. That sounded like a drill or some sort of murderous implement was being used there, so I'm going to go with murder on You're that You're going one. to go with murder? Mm. I might go murder too. I'm going to say maths. It sounds murdery. Mm. So I what re- do you reckon the scene is? What are they doing? Making Someone's just found out someone's cheated or something and they're stomping down a hallway in their hotel. Uh, All right. Maddie's got it. Oh. Um, so this scene was actually from the other week. Evelyn and Hugo from this current season of mm-hmm. Maths, um, they were unpacking the butt dial conversation. Uh. So remember he accidentally butt dialed. Um, no, he didn't. No, apparently he didn't. Well, yeah. No, of course he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> the producer got the phone, dialed yeah. the phone, put yeah. it in his pocket. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> so she heard him bitching about her, yeah. which she wasn't very happy with. Do you know, can we have a thought for it? And this is what I can't stop thinking about. Mm. We say that, you know, those contestants and stuff like that, like who would want to date him? Have you ever thought about would you want to date a producer? Oh. Like that is, whoo, 
that's mm, next level. That's and I know point. one of the people on the producing team, and I have to say, ooh. Crazy. Oh, yeah. It would be <laughs> scary dating them. Yep. Yeah. She still terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean then you'd want to date the Bachelor producers because they take you on sick dates? <laughs> I you know, guess like everything so. would be in a if helicopter. If you date a Bachelor uh, producer and he doesn't take you on a helicopter, you've got a dump him. trick there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, round two. Let's do it. They do. That's I, that's the trick with the game. I'll, yeah. go, I'll go with maths. <laughs> yeah, I'm going maths. with maths on that one. I reckon okay, that's a piano. Maths, yeah. maths. I think maths. Yeah. Uh, that is maths. Yeah. Hey. Um, that happened last night, Dan and Sandy's commitment ceremony. So um, Dan said he wanted to leave. He because wants to return to the ocean. Yes, <laughs> he's a merman. He wants to return to the ocean. He's been away from the ocean for too long and he needs to return to the ocean. Like he's a mermaid, not yes. a douche. Yeah. Merman. He believe he really believes he's a mermaid. No, no, no I think he just hadn't been the in. The- oh, okay. and because she doesn't like the beach, he can't see himself with someone who doesn't like getting sandy toes, and he needs the ocean to survive. It's like right. his spiritual home. Mm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's copying a bit of heat this morning. Um, play number three. Oh, I'm going to go murder. 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 Was, yeah. And it's an 80s film, I reckon. Oh, you reckon? <laughs> Are, you gonna get Are we going specific? to get specific? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that. Yeah. It is actually Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger from 1984. <laughs> yeah, Wait, listen to it at the end. Listen at the end. It's got that. Oh, yeah. So synthy. Yeah. Scary. It's really bad. Oh, that yeah, one, like, good one, Maddie. That was plastic. Twin Peaks. Mm. Mm. All right. All right can done. we go four from four here? Oh. All right, let's try. And then we, do we not play again? No, no. Those are no, 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 it's, no. Too much, <laughs> it's too much fun. We're going to miss it when maths is over. All right. <laughs> That's maths. Maths. Yeah, maths. You know the violins yeah, now. The I'm going to have to try and change it up. It's maths. Um, so that one was when Haley and David, the toothbrush scene. You mentioned oh, it last week, so yes. I thought I'd throw it in. Mm. She got the toothbrush and put it in the toilet, the toilet. right? He did he to did. her. Yeah. Um, Such I a think, wholesome show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fun. It's good. That was good. Good stuff. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As dad. <laughs> As a dad. Yeah. As a dad. As a mom. Gives me more qualifications. Not. Ah, no, but as dads, do you let your kids win if you're playing a game? No. No? Not no. at all? Not at all? To, no. Well, I try my best. Okay. But what about <laughs> if you're playing a card game? Do you be like, oh, let us sort of win? No. No, you go hard. Mm. Okay. Mm. I, I never win. In fact, I purposely throw games okay. because it's just easier. It's- it is easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've put down a plus four. I could put another plus four down, but no, I'll pick up again. So I always do that with my four-year-old because I'm like, I don't need to have a, some life lesson in you know, you know? <laughs> so I'll sort of let him win and just sort of give him a little bit of a confidence. But hubby's like the opposite mm. where he's like, nah. So they were playing chess and Finney is pretty good at chess. He but is. Scotty's really, really good at chess. 
and he's always played since he was a kid mm. and he tells this story every time. I was like, mate, I get it. And he won yesterday and it was just... Oh, but he always rips out the story about how he was king of the chess club. No, no, no. He rips out this story every time. So he, he won and Finney's like, I didn't ever win it. He goes, but mate, you put up a better fight than you ever have. Uh. And he's like, yeah, but I just don't understand. Like, I'm not getting better. He goes, Finlay, did you know? And I ended up finishing the story for him. Did you know that I used to play my dad <laughs> and my dad never let me win? Uh. And it made me the player I am today. <laughs> uh, the thing yeah. is, he has never won against his dad ever. Right. Because wow. now Scott has got so good, his dad refuses to play. What? Or is, is Scott just fixing his childhood trauma through <laughs> belting his own son out? Aren't um, we all? Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, yeah, he will never play. So what, he, he beat him once and he retired or? No, Scott was playing someone else and Scott was like, Dad, I really want to play with you now. Like, you know, yeah. I'm really, and he goes, oh, no, no, no. Wow. And I was like, what? That's not the whole thing. Like, you're supposed to be able to play once. And he. You think and, if Scott's dad's on his deathbed, he'll just bring in a board yeah. and force, his, force pick up his dad's hand and go, yeah. You will play. <laughs> I will beat you. We stopped on the way to Christmas at a $2 shop to go and get one of those old boards so that he could take it down and say, Play. And then all of a sudden, there was never a time to be able to play. He's like, oh, We've got time to play chess now. And he's like, Nah, nah, we're probably going to get lunch ready. Wow. And I was like, this is, not, this is not the attitude. I don't know in 13, 10, 60, do you let your kids win? Like, what's the motto with it? Because I said to, to Finney, mm. um, well, you know, you, you're good at tennis with him. He goes, yeah, well, Dad won't play tennis with me anymore because I'll win. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so that's not... Yeah, okay. But he on was the bright so side, Scotty's never lost a game in his life <laughs> <laughs> at anything. Yeah, he's just an all-rounder. I'm not very good at any sports because mm. I was always doing ballet and... Cross yeah. country, so mm. they didn't really want to have a ballet competition. The kids with me. No, true. I just I don't get the, the the thinking of well, they're better than me. I will retire my services now. But would you be the type that would do a passer parcel? Would you let every kid win? No. You have a passer parcel where only one wins. Yeah. That when we did it once. Yes. I oh, see. So you retired the game. <laughs> yeah. After the uproar. Yeah. <laughs> After the, fr- the furor. <laughs> I'd like to know those parents that still do it because I don't think I'd have the the confidence to do it at a party. I'd want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the energy to hear the whinging. That's what I mean. But then are we just giving in? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what life is. Yeah, it's fighting to give, give up. <laughs> we can't teach them that everyone's a winner. Someone needs to lose. Someone does need to lose, but yeah. not Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, my wife has been away. She's away quite a lot at the moment. She's uh, travelling for work. She had a run of gigs down in Sydney. Uh, and then she's off to Mackay tomorrow. She's everywhere. She's all over the place. Um, but when she's away, the, the way it works when um, she's home is uh, she walks Gus um, in the morning, and I walk him in the afternoon. He needs two walks because he's a working dog and he needs to keep fit. Uh, but then she, when she's away, I end up having to walk him twice a day, which is all right because it keeps me fit. But it's like at least 40 minutes, twice. Do you change things up? How do you mean? Do a different route each time? Yeah, yeah, I do. Take him to a different park, smell other stuff, smell other pee. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so he's not getting as much as he normally would when cats here all the time. So I was sitting at home on the weekend and he will just, the kid is just ball obsessed. Like ball. Yeah, the I kid. heard that too. Oh, okay. I heard all that right, too. Mate. Yeah, yeah. right. Your second <laughs> ball and we get it. Yeah, my fur child, my fur baby. <laughs> Put, fur a, baby. put a new outfit on him, smells chocolate on it straight kid away. Kid is a goat, oh. but anyway, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. my kid. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you refer to him? Like, when, does Kat call up and ask how the kids are? Uh, yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you do too? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. You just called him a kid? Yeah. yeah. 
that one time that was the first time I've ever oh. done it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Judging on the response, I shan't be doing uh, it again. It plays, Are you plays a big right tough right man here. And then, uh, and then, yeah. and then yeah. they was, oh, my boy. He's my boy. He can hear you. <laughs> my young I put the radio on for him when I leave the house. Anyway, tell us more about your... And so uh, if you're sitting on the deck, he will just come up with a ball and then you throw it off the deck into the backyard. He runs down, grabs it, comes back up, and he'll do it all day. Like, he mm. will not stop. He's obsessed. Think, you know how like, they're so ball obsessed? What do they do in the wild? You know, remember, guys, they're a wild animal. I'm like... Mm. I think they chase animals. Because like, that's what it is. It's a predator that's thing. That's what I guess, yeah. 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 And I was like, I, I can't keep on doing this, but he also needs the exercise. So I, then I was, I was cleaning up underneath the house and I found, <laughs> I found uh, Rory's uh, fishing rod. And I thought, this will be genius. Because you you've seen these, you've seen the ones on TikTok with the dads doing it with the, the kids. B- there's a baseball one. Yeah. So he's got a baseball attached to the fishing rod, mm. lets the line loose, the, it's dangling in front of the kid, he whacks it. Mm. And then just so the perfect. I can just sit here, it out, it back in, and just yeah. sit here and do that all day. And he'll be happy. I'll be happy. Everyone wins. Great. First time I did it, I uh, got the ball. I tied it on. Didn't tie it properly. Went to cast it, and th- we'll never see that ball again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and apologies to the neighbour. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, but in theory, it was working, right? So then I got another ball, and I tied it better uh, with the. Uh, not that I showed you how to do, Maddie, because you don't know how to. Uh, yeah. you know. So does he, does he not normally bring it back? He does, but um, sometimes they because they don't they like the chase, not the comeback. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah and, yeah, and so yeah, sometimes I'll be on the deck and I'll be like, there is nothing here for me to throw you. Yeah, I'm not going to get know? it. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to get it. Down there. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to, I'll go and get it. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was going to, because on all the TikToks, it works perfectly, right? <laughs> of course. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like what they had 78 takes to, yeah. to show that. No, that's true. Yeah. No. Uh, so cast it out in the backyard. He's run down, grabbed it. Perfect. Great. That worked. In th- that, that was fine. What I didn't account for is that it's not like he just grabs the ball and then sits patiently waiting for something to happen. He runs all around the backyard <laughs> with the ball in his mouth. So <laughs> the fishing line's all snagged, I'm snagged on everything. Up. I'm like, uh, yeah. So all snagged up. He, he was wrapped up in it. It's wrapped up in the tree. He's hanging by a leg up in the air, trying to get out. I had to run down, cut everyone at free. I was going to say, how how dangerous. Throw him back. He was too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have garroted him. Could have killed yeah. someone. So that did not work in theory. So. It's not a bad idea, though. Yeah. Well, if you've got any other suggestions. Were you trying to do the drone once? Yeah. I have to get back onto that. Yes, I wanted to get a drone so I can just fly a drone. Because the old-fashioned throwing, it's just not working for you. It's just boring. You know? Kids are boring, mate. You know? Yeah. But, you know, it's a lifelong commitment. Mm. They're not just for Christmas. No, they're not just for Christmas. No, they're not. No. No. Maybe a hand reel would work. Nah, you know how hard they are to bring back in. That's true. Same thing. Mm. Just um, what about a remote control car? Well, that's good. That is tr- that's, that's And then good. you've got an excuse to buy a new toy at the same time. Well, go and shopping after the show. You want to come with? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You've got something in common, uh, Matthew, with Bindi Irwin and her brother Robert. Mm. It is definitely not money. A love of wildlife. A love of wildlife. Kind. All all the charity work that you do. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, The animals you've saved. Yeah, no, right. Let's get to the story then. Okay. (laughs) It's it's a new idea, so it must be true. But apparently they are encouraging, or rather they just want their mum to find love again. I mean, everyone has just been so hurt through the passing of Steve Irwin, of course. But now they're saying, you know, it has been 16 years and they'd like her to find happiness again. And I've always said that Zeta needs to go on a dating app. 
Yeah, I've I've told my mum today. My mum says um, you can't um, teach an old dog new tricks. She's set in her ways. She I don't think that's wanna... true. That's not true. You can teach a dog at any age. That is true. I mm. said to mum, just use your old tricks. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... they obviously work. Yeah. They work. <laughs> yeah. But she, I think. She has never been with anyone since my dad passed away. Mm. And I, I, it's hard to say to your parent that they're not cheating. I, and mm. I, I yeah, don't know yeah. how Terry would feel, but I think her, um, her commitment to Steve and her husband, it's probably very hard for her to feel like she's not doing the wrong thing by him, mm. I guess. Yeah. Oh, so absolutely. Um, but I just think it's also hard for her to do dating apps. Mm. Oh, like she's so, she's so famous <laughs> that people would think, oh, come on. I mean, this is a part of the article. I was like, oh. They've said they're encouraging her to freshen up her look because she's so gorgeous after the khaki. All right, well, the new, new idea is probably taking liberties with that. <laughs> also, too, it is hard to live up to Steve Irwin. For yeah. any man, you're like, uh-huh. once you've dated Steve True. Irwin, I don't, yeah. Yeah, what I a don't great think man. any guy would go, or they'd just go, oh, so sorry, I'm a massive fan of yeah. Steve. Yeah. Mm. I just want you to know I'll never be as good as Steve, and I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is, uh, is Tesla on Tinder? Uh, <laughs> well, I always liked the rumours that she was with Russell Crowe, but apparently That's they're just really right. good friends. But I was yeah. like, I always heard that to be true. No, I, I don't think she she wants to. And I think it's hard as well because my friend was really keen on her mum dating and they always always encourage and their parents had got divorced. But it was like, you know, he hooked up with multiple people quite quickly mm. um, and they're like, well, that's why the marriage actually ended because yeah. he was having an affair. So that's why she was like, oh, I just lost her confidence. So she, he was encouraging her to go out and dating. But then remember she kept getting the calls at 4am from the valley and she's like, enough is enough, mum. I'm not picking you up. <laughs> oh, because she was out and about too much. Oh, so that's right. The daughter was picking her mum mama. up. Yeah, it's like, I can't go out tonight. I've got to pick mum up. <laughs> you reckon, you reckon that, that's on the cards for Bindi? <laughs> I don't. She's probably oh, more responsible. You reckon? God. Yeah, but it was like this, she was giving lectures. She's like, this is, feels so <laughs> weird. I'm like, yeah, but how many times did your mum pick us up? Yeah. So be kind. Imagine that, though. Yeah. Picking, up, picking up Terry Irwin at four o'clock in the morning from the zoo. <laughs> Classic Terry. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. On Friday, we had uh, fundraising for Small Sets for Hannah Luncheon at Cloudland. Went fabulously well. At the end, there was a girl who uh, was in uh, another room trying to fix her dress. It had split up the back oh. so high that you could see everything. And right. she didn't have anything. No one had jumpers. She's like, I'm just going home. And I was like, do you know what? I actually wore a dress here, another one, so you can wear that dress. And I was so caught up in this, like, girl sisterhood. Like, you wear the dress. Cool, you wear it. Like, you wear it home. Yeah. And then I walked away and I was like, how am I going to get that back? <laughs> oh, no. I didn't that's... ask any details. I just said, well, just give it back to me when you're finished. And then I was like, I like that dress. Oh, no. Gone. But I just got really caught up with, ah, what's this there? Yeah. Yeah, champagne, yay. <laughs> she, I'm sure she, she knows where to find you. I didn't introduce myself, but I guess, yeah. Right here. Thanks. Every morning. <laughs> Return the dress. Yeah. But no thanks. No questions asked. It's a coffee that, like, remember I spilled coffee on it that morning? Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope she washed it. So <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me when I gave it to you. <laughs> Dry clean it. <laughs> Uh, Xander, my son, uh, got a Rubik's Cube. And I said to him, if you can solve that Rubik's Cube, I will give you $100 cash. Take all the stickers off. Have you ever done that? Mm. He, oh, yeah. And he has been at it for months in bed. At the table. 
any any time he's like walks past it, and then no joy. So on Friday he had a friend come over, and Xander walks up to me. I'm sitting in my my man cave having a little baby. Goes, you owe me a hundred bucks. Like hands me the finished Rubik's cube. Finally wow. done it. Genius. And I looked at it, inspected it, thinking he's pulled it apart, peeled the stickers off and redone mm. it, which it hasn't. It's been completed properly. Wow. And then I learned that his mate from school apparently can solve any Rubik's Cube. Oh, oh yeah. It's one of those kids. They've worked this out between them mm. that once it's completed, he'll complete it, give it to me, they'll split the money. That's good. I, well, he's still done it. Well, this is the problem. He's outsourced it. Because... That's something still, you would do. He hasn't done it, but I'm like, that's how business works. Mm. He's like, well, I can't do the job. I'll get someone and I'll still make 50 bucks out of it. What was your wording for it? If you can do it? I said, if you can, if you finish it, mm. I'll give you the money. So I'm, that's what I fear. If, it, if he takes me to court. I was going to say, like, I, I got see this finished. going to court. <laughs> I can see this ended up in the courtroom. Genius friend, hey? Yes. That's why I'm like, stay friends. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I didn't really think they were going to win on the weekend when I put $50 on the Dolphins, so much so that I said to my daughter, because she said, can I have some money if they win? I went, you know what? You can have 50 bucks. Um, and then what happened? They won. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how much did you win overall? 325 minus her share. That's all right. Well, yeah. yes, it is, but I'd rather have the whole lot of it. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 7th of March. It'll be a Tuesday. Your letter is M for March, and some of your answers are month, monster, and margarita. There we go. Uh, play tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B. 105. While the Stab Abby and Matt podcast plays, they're giving recycling their best shot. Together with Brisbane City Council, we can get recycling sorted.